This is The Braither Point. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Prather. This is the Prather Point. I'm going to preempt my normal opening and introduction and orientation uh, to convey our heartfelt condolences and prayers. Uh, we lost a Team America team leader. Uh, in fact, it was a co-team leader, husband and wife, uh, and that is Blanca, uh, who passed very unexpectedly and her husband, uh, Alan, is heartbroken, and they had just completed uh, a great counter-surveillance workup uh, on Blantifa, doing great work. They've come a long way, and we are deeply saddened uh, by her loss. But she is a woman and patriot of valor, and while she will be mourned, uh, her example for selfless service and sacrifice will be emulated and will inspire many more because we are being crucibled. That is, we are being purified as the herd is called. Uh, we are being crucibled and then we are crucified and to crucify means to magnify a thousand times. And I know this very well having had the deep state DOJ and DEA go after me and destroy my career and my reputation. Uh, and as I was slowly removed from um, Fox, uh, from Drudge, from radio, from YouTube, my uh, presence has only gotten bigger because God, uh, I, God has allowed it to be so. And that is the Savior's secret, which is the more vulnerable we make ourselves, uh, the more invincible God makes us. So uh, prayers and condolences out to Alan, Blanca, uh, their family, their loved ones, <clears throat> and uh, the team, and all of Team America, and all of Team Global Freedom. Uh, and uh, Alan, we are standing by you and uh, morning with you, and we are there for you, and I'm really proud of the team for showing up and being there for all of them. That's exactly how this should work, uh, and um, she and Alan had just completed a great weekend workup against uh, Blantifa. So <clears throat> uh, prayers out. There's been a prayer request out through the chaplaincy, Christ Connection Chaplaincy, uh, my chaplaincy I founded at uh, ChristChaplaincy.com. Uh, uh, you can send your prayer request in via info at ChristChaplaincy.com. Uh, or if you're a Team America or Team Global Freedom uh, member, you can reach out through our regular channels. So another uh, announcement I want to make today um, from Moral Defense uh, on my Sound of Freedom sneak peek. That was last week. I got a sneak peek and showed you a sneak peek of Jim Caviezel's uh, Sound of Freedom, based on DHS, uh, former CIA DHS Special Agent uh, Tim Ballard's life, and now Mel Gibson uh, is making a four-part documentary uh, on uh, him as he fights back against the corrupt child pedophile cartels, the corporate cartels that uh, run our children. Um, and Moral Defense said, um, I thought you might have been giving me highlight for our four boys kidnapped 7 November 2022. 
Uh, I was wrong. I admit it. Um, if you got a text, pray through sorry. Uh, just trying to help our poors and thought you were being subtle. Uh, no, I did not get your text. I'm sorry. I get many, many texts and emails. You can always email me at jp at jeffreyprather.com or three, through. So looks like this is from Australia, Team Global Freedom, uh, through those uh, channels uh, as well, through Proton uh, and Signal. Uh, but prayers and condolences to you as well. And if there's anything I can do to um, help uh, let me know, uh, my tactical training company, Warrior School, has performed child rescues uh, in other countries. Uh, so we are happy to help uh, and support that. So uh, a sad start uh, to today's uh, Prather Point, but we're going to pick it up. So often I'm talking about the problems um, and crises and chaos that are approaching us uh, in great detail, but I'm also always presenting options, answers, and solutions. Uh, and I'm really happy to do that today. Uh, and I have a special guest, and I've been wanting to do this for quite some time. Uh, a lot of my uh, Team America and team leaders have gotten this done I have, and it's like it's like the the plumber with a leaky faucet. I'm like I'm the firearms instructor that never shoots. I haven't been able to do this yet, but this is a uh, deep dive into leaving uh, the corporate uh, United States of America Corporation Con uh, and the uh, I think citizenship slavery Con and returning uh, to being a uh, living soul. Uh, and so this is part of saving the republic uh, is not being a slave. You hear me talk all the time about the difference between a slave is a warrior because a slave submits and compromises, a warrior refuses to. And so uh, I've got Tim McLean here today with American Assembly to explain it all to us. So uh, thanks, Tim, for your patience and uh, welcome to the Prather Point. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be here with uh, such a great man. And uh, somebody who served our country, it's uh, it's really truly an honor and pleasure. I I think that what you what you were just opening with there is uh, so true. We need to wake the world up to the truth of what government we actually have in this country. Um, a lot of people believe that this uh, government right now is our true government, but it's actually not the founding government of our forefathers. It's uh, it's a corporation, as you were saying, and everything is uh, basically a a lie. <laughs> I think you could agree that in this day and age, we have more deception. Which, when you go to the word deception, and you know what that means, it's really about lying, right? And uh, it's it's more deception than we've ever seen in the history of the world. And everybody's trying to seek truth right now. They're trying to find out what is really truth. But I think for your audience, the most important thing that they have to do is they have to be open-minded to what I'm going to share. And the reason for that is because um, it's really hard to convince somebody they've been lied to. Um, it's it's easier to convince that person um, that that uh, or it's it's easier to convince them that they've uh, uh, not seen the truth the whole time in front of them. So we, what we need to do is we need to just come to a, a, 
a position where we're looking at it from open eyes and an open mind to realize that uh, everything and when people go through America's assembly process, they start seeing it in their daily life. As a, as a good example of this, uh, when you look at believers, um, we're all believing God, right? And we know God is good. But when we look at our system, it's legal. Everything is legal, which is evil. Uh, why do they call a, a, a note that we hold in our pocket to use for exchange of goods legal tender? It's because it's tender that's from a corporation. And, and that corporation is something that we don't beholden to. They actually own that money. That's why they could print it from here to the moon and back. <laughs> so, but to, to really start off with, it really comes down to uh, it, it all happened from our birth. And, and it's really what is called an unlawful conversion where they use deception with our birth certificate. And I, I'd like everybody to that has a birth certificate to look at where their mother signed that birth certificate and it has the word informant. Now, yourself, uh, with your background, Jeffrey, you know what informant means, correct? Many. Yes. <laughs> yep. So to turn over uh, information from one to another. Well, with, what's taken place by that birth certificate is that the mother ended up turning over um, their child to be a ward of the state uh, that they were born in. And then what they ended up doing from there is that they sent that from the county to the state uh, uh, secretary of state to uh, put a file number and a bond number on it. And then that was sent to the United States government, which ended up uh, getting monetized through them and made you a federal citizen. So everybody in this country under their birth certificate, they are all uh, federal citizens where they reside. Their residence is in Washington, D.C., a foreign territory with a foreign government running uh, within that 10-mile square. So they basically ended up taking over our territories and Washington, D.C. in 1871. And from that day forward, they ended up making all the states corporations as well. And this is the reason why the federal flag, the war flag, flies over the state flags, because as you know, jurisdiction, the uh, the higher flying flag has jurisdiction over the lower flying flag. So therefore, every state has also been overthrown or captured by the federal government, which is a foreign corporation. So that's so a, where, is the, where is the where is the federal government? I know there's a Dun and Bradstreet number. Is this uh, registered in Britain or where is the federal corporation of Tennessee. Yeah, so we have to go back to the genesis, right? The genesis is is uh, where we have to go back to, which is Unum Sanctum. And Unum Sanctum is held uh, as a trust by the Vatican, where they declared in uh, 1302 the whole world to be under the authority and jurisdiction of the Rome. So that, that old saying, uh, all, all roads lead back to Rome, they told us it's true because every one of the trusts 
of our governments around the world are being held in trust, like the United States. Uh, there's many different corporations, the U.S., uh, you know, U dot S dot uh, states, that one, or United States of America, all capitalization. All of those are trusts, and they're all being held under unum sanctum of the Vatican. So this is why the Vatican um, actually brokered the deal with Lincoln to sell out our 10-mile square to the British bankers. And that's the reason why we have the, uh, the British accredited registry, the bar, that is operating maritime uh, admiralty law in our courts. So we're, we're under the Latin laws of law books. And so you have to, you have to go back to the, to the actual law books and look up the definitions. As an example, uh, the word citizen. Everybody starts out with, you know, yes, I'm a United States citizen. They're declaring themselves to be a slave because the word citizen under Roman law is slave. So they've placed us into enslavement uh, through that birth certificate as well. And uh, they they have us sing songs like, you know, home of the uh, free, uh, you know, or, or home of the brave, land of the free. And, you know, they get the slaves even singing their songs or pledging allegiance to the United States flag when they actually don't know the true flag of, of America was the peace flag. And uh, the war flag was only supposed to be flown on military uh, installations, and that's it. However, under Title 50, uh, when you look under the, the Title 50, they've actually made us uh, in 1933 up to 1938, three times they've moved Title 50, but they made us all enemies of the state. And so not only have they enslaved us, but we're also enemies of our own country. It's, well, when you read Title 50, um, they themselves ended up through the 1933 Banking Act when they took away our gold and silver. When FDR did that, they created Title 50. And Title 50, under the birth certificate that came before it from the census of 1905, they ended up... Uh, uh, creating that whole birth certificate that tied into the Banking Act that ended up uh, causing Title 50 to be written uh, mainly because of the fact of uh, World War One that uh, they wanted to prevent people from being able to trade with enemies of other states. But because they themselves ended up creating that birth certificate system, they enacted it. Uh, for us, and it is written as citizens of the United States are enemies of the state. So everybody should look at, at, at that and actually realize that, uh, that our own country, as far as our founding, we're not enemies of that, but we're enemies of this foreign corporation that's being run on our land because we're considered aliens to them. So that definition of aliens pops up a lot in uh, Title 50. Well, that makes sense, the way the government is working. The, the war flag, I'm familiar with war flags. So uh, what's the uh, legitimate flag of the original United States of America? Yeah, so 
Russell, a lot of people are familiar with uh, uh, Russell Gould and uh, David Wynn Miller and the capture of the flag. That all came down to the dimensions of that flag that they actually captured uh, back in, I believe it was 91 or something like that when Clinton was president. So what they did was they ended up making a new size flag and all flags uh, end up through the jurisdiction of NATO. Uh, and so there's a lot of information that you have to study when it comes to flags. Flags are all about jurisdiction and they go back to the days of maritime law. Um, the flagship that say an Armada, uh, Armada came over from say Spain, the the head ship, the flagship ended up flying their country's flag to identify who they were. And yourself with, uh, you know, your background and other listeners of yours would know a lot about flags. Well, there's a deep dive in flags because there's military code and uh, everything comes down to code of the jurisdictions under continuity of law. And it's recognized by all nations of the actual size of the flag, um, how the flag is supposed to be flown at different uh, in institutions. Um, but the the flag itself, it's, it's one of the reasons, going back to the enemy of the state, Jeffrey, why every police officer, uh, sheriff, marshal, uh, you know, it, it, uh, anybody who, you know, wears a uniform with the title capacity and authority of the as a trustee swearing their oath under the trust, um, which is the bylaws, they all wear that flag. And the reason why is because we are considered enemies of the state. Um, as, as a good example of this, let's say you're driving down the, the highway and you get pulled over for a speeding ticket. Um, did you commit a crime? No, you didn't. You committed a violation. And what is the violation? It's a statute. And the statute is what our legislators end up uh, passing under the trust bylaws that all uh, counties, uh, cities, states, parishes, they all operate under trust law. So every one of them is swearing an oath to the bylaws of a corporation. This is one of the reasons why right now uh, Todd Callender has a lawsuit in against the whole federal government because they are deficient of having an oath of office. Because at this point in time, with this whole government system that people believe is running right now, uh, they can't actually take an oath because the whole trust was dissolved. So it really comes down to trust law. Everything in trust, God gave us uh, the very first trust in Genesis 126 when he gave us jurisdiction over the whole world. All the creepy things of it, the land, air, water. Trust law is ecclesiastic law, the highest form of, of law. And God gave us that in, uh, in our Torah. Well, all what they've done is they have, once again, a mirror. Everything's either evil or it's good. They've turned around and created corporations. And all the corporations are operating through trusts. So these trust laws um, that they're operating under are entities. And they created you to be an entity. You're not even considered to be a living person by that birth certificate. So... Um, 
the law books are important because they tell you as as one other example would be you look up the word person and there's in black's law 11th edition there's 11 uh or i'm sorry 14 uh words that give you person like artificial person corporate person and so on and each one of those will tell you you're an entity you're a corporation you're dead um you're fictitious you're a false mask there's only one in there that that says natural person and natural person is a living man or woman but they created us to be dead entities by creating a corporation on behalf of you and everyone in this country when they did your birth certificate and they set up what's called a CISQV trust. And that is how they're funding our whole country. Um, as that going back to that example of when you get pulled over by a police officer, what happens when you go to court? You have charges against you. So they're charging your CISQV trust account. And just for a ticket, you're paying you know, your hundred bucks or whatever on that ticket, but they're actually the head clerk of that court is sending it to the treasury window and they're collecting $120,000 off of your CISQV trust account. And that was all formed under your birth certificate. So this is why we have fiat currency, fake money. We don't have real legal or lawful tender of gold and silver back, but we're obviously moving towards that right now, which is a good thing. <laughs> well, I've had Todd on many times, and we've talked about this. And uh, Anne uh, has—I know Anne has gone through this process uh, as well as several of my uh, Team America team leaders and, and members uh, as well. And so, uh, I think I'm following you uh, on most of this. That uh, what's the difference with the cap? I see the. I see, you know, like Ann signs her emails, uh, living soul, and I can understand the importance of that. What's the importance of the capitalization? Or I've seen some emails from people in different colored inks. And that yeah. to me seems to be a little absurd, uh, but I don't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Let's start with the ink colors first. Um, so your signature is what they want on everything. Signature is from a dead person. An autograph is a living person. So we use by with colons in front of it and then your autograph. And depending on what type of um, document that you're dealing with, if it's contract, it's blue. Um, if it's uh, like a land deed, it's red because that's from the living person. Blue is all about contract. Uh, purple would be considered uh, royalty. You're, uh, you never want to use black. Black is dead. Um, so as far as the, the colors, they do have a meaning. Now, with this, going to your, your first part of the question, the all capitalization, um, that is, that is uh, how you're identifying a corporation. So a corp is corp, meaning a dead person, oration. Look at any tombstone in any cemetery and everybody's names are all capitalized. It's trickery of how they identify um, a person of how they're how they're actually in their system. Their system, uh, as an example, look at your driver's license. 
your name is all caps. It's not upper lowercase. Uh, if you have a court case, look at your documents on your court case and you'll see your name is in all capitalization. And uh, and so they are not identifying the living person. And I'll, I'll dive into this a little bit more that will make sense. Because if you control the money and you control the courts, you can control the people. So if you go into a courtroom, why is a judge wearing an all-black robe? Because they called you in by a summons. So they're summonsing the dead entity into their courtroom. And when you answer to that name, now they could do anything they want to you under that corporation because you're just dead. You're an entity. Um, but what, what uh, and then when uh, they turn around and they summons you in and you answer to it, they're they're not only summonsing the dead, but they're also executing upon your SISQV trust under an administrative process. So through that administrative process, the, the bar attorney that's bringing somebody into that courtroom is wanting you to capitulate under that name because now they have the clerk of the court that can send in a form 28 on your behalf to access your trust just because you made an appearance. The dead person appeared, so you appeared before them. And by the way, uh, going to uh, Todd Callender, in one of the meetings I had with him when we were discussing all this, he actually came out through part of the dis discussion and he goes, natural person. And I said, yep, you got it. Cause he hit the, he hit the bullseye. It's all about you bringing yourself back from them converting you in their system to this dead entity, to the living man or woman, to the state you were born in. And uh, by doing so, you're removing yourself out of their system. And, the IRS is the gatekeeper to it all. They've been collecting all your data and your information. So we, we go through this process that you're showing on the screen right now, Jeff, where we have people go through packets that they fill out information. They send it to um, the Treasury, to the uh, uh, Secretary of State, to the uh, IRS. And these are all of the remedies that we found that allow you to correct yourself back from that legal entity back to the living soul. That's why Ann Vander still puts living soul uh, under her, her uh, like emails and stuff like that. So the, I, I, I was listening to the uh, American Assembly presentation. And the first thing they said is, hey, we are not trying to do sovereign citizens saying we're not part of any government. We're not doing that. Everything we're doing is legal. We believe in government, but believe in real government. I think that's a real important preface. Like I'm always saying, I'm not advocating anything illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent, although the left does continually, blatantly, and overtly. I think that's important to put on there, too. Um, yeah. This is a remedy uh, to the system. Uh, and uh, Anne had me on a while back because there was some young guy who had him and his mom had some dispute with uh, the local chief, uh, and he had a traffic stop, well, sort of a traffic stop in a parking lot. And, um, you know, he kind of rolled down his window a little bit, wouldn't get out. And it ended up is they shot and killed him on a traffic stop. And on a traffic stop is not the time to try and adjudicate anything. 
with cops who don't know the law uh, at all. That's not the place for this battle to take place. I think that's very important to uh, put out there that you guys are not advocating anything illegal. You're not advocating that there is no government. You're advocating for correct government. Um, and certainly if you're being pulled over the, by the police, you should comply, you know, and be courteous. And it's very unlikely that you're going to be uh, shot. So I just wanted to get that in there. Um, yeah. Continue. Um, yeah. I'm glad you did that, Jeff, because uh, that is that is how we open every one of our meetings. Um, we read a Bevins notice. We uh, declare, uh, you know, our true government, our true standing. But we also do all this in peace and honor and with clean hands. We do not advocate anybody uh, fighting the system. They, there's no need to fight with our law enforcement. Matter of fact, we actually have quite a few uh, attorneys, law enforcement people going through our process. Where <laughs> um, where uh, that that particular individual was following somebody else's process that teaches to fight and fight these people and you know argue with them and all this kind of stuff. We do not do that one bit. We we do everything through paper. If uh, I can tell you that more than 50% of our stops that people get for speeding, um, they once they pull us up, they, they usually just hand back our passport and say, <laughs> have a nice day. If you want to take it to the next level and you're more educated, you can call for a superior officer and you can talk to that officer. And most of the time they know that we're out of their jurisdiction. Um, during the mask mandate stuff, I didn't wear a mask the whole time. And I had, you know, issues where people were trying to force me to go in their stores to wear a mask. Um, I actually went to the DMV one time and I capitulated one of the few times because I needed to get a vehicle into one of my trusts. And uh, I let them know, you know, that that I would be serving the DMV, you know, for violating my rights. Did it very politely. I turn around after I fill out the form and there's a sheriff standing behind me. And I'm thinking after many times of dealing with these guys, <laughs> I would turn around and said, are you here for me? And he said, no, I'm actually here for uh, registering a vehicle. <laughs> so I said, well, when you meet me outside afterwards, I'd like you to write a report for me. Uh, my son videotaped it and I talked with him. It turned out he was the head sheriff of the county. And he ended up writing the report that I was very nice, I was polite, and he wrote in the, his report that he agreed with me that the DMV violated my rights by forcing me to wear a mask to be able to do business. Um, you know, it's a matter of how you approach it. You know, you, I never, ever would disrespect an officer. Um, there's no need to. Uh, but every time they've pulled me up, they they know that I'm not in their jurisdiction and they, they just let me go. So yeah, don't fight with them. And then the other thing you brought up was the word sovereign citizen. It's an oxymoron. There's no way God is sovereign. God is truth. There's no higher form and God gave us sovereignty. But as I explained earlier, what the word citizen means, you can't say I am the highest form of a free man of sovereignty and a citizen, a slave. That's the opposite of two ends. That's a narrative that our law enforcement around the country have been through training 
to uh, learn that word of sovereign citizen, and they they start declaring that on people when they start getting smart mouth with them and stuff like that. So don't fight them. Don't fight the system. We need them on our side. And the more that we keep having go through our process, the more educated they get in the truth. And uh, they start themselves realizing what's really happening in our country is a, a foreign government that people that don't even know they're committing treason on their own people because they don't even realize they're operating for a foreign country and imposing uh, rules, codes, statutes, and procedures instead of common law, which is what our true founding of our country was based on. And so uh, a lot of things you're saying. So and I should also say that there's other groups out there, and I certainly did a lot of discernment and checking before I had any group uh, on. You were the first and probably the only that I'm going to have. There are varying groups. Um, but um, th this, as far as I'm concerned, uh, has the most legitimate and it, it, the, the slave versus warrior rings true. The schindlering them from the inside is something I'm always uh, recommending uh, as well. So, and it's pretty obvious at this point that the government uh, is attacking us, that the military is attacking us. Um, you know, that's sad because I spent my entire career in the military, federal law enforcement and intelligence, but that's, that's all pretty clear. And a lot of what you're saying is now making sense to me. Um, uh, let's talk about, well, before we talk about that, the, the, this flag with the reverse colors and the reverse stripes and everything, explain that to me first before we move forward. Sure. So that's called the peace flag. That flag was flown at, res, uh, at people's homes, uh, businesses. It was flown all over the country up to, uh, and I could be wrong on the date. Uh, it was, I believe, uh, 1789, I believe. And uh, at, at that point, uh, people started uh, flying the old glory, you know, with uh, uh, quite a few different amount of, of stars on it at that time as new states were coming in. But it comes down to, uh, as an example of that, is uh, your, your statehoods, right? Those are all corporations, state of. Um, I would like to touch on the fact that one of our biggest projects we're working on is the Republic of Texas. When you realize that during the Civil War, we had six states that succeeded along with Texas and flew a different flag of the South during the Civil War. And so they actually uh, left the Union at that time. That was flying a new flag as jurisdiction. So just like how they flew that peace flag, because we were considered to be at peace for 95 years from our founding until we were overthrown in 1871 uh, by becoming the first corporation. Uh, a lot of people know Washington, D.C., right? They know that it's District of Columbia. But um, what, they, what they don't know is that that used to be called the city of Washington, and when they sold it over, they created the District of Columbia. So anybody born there actually has a, a birth certificate that says the government of uh, the District of Columbia on their birth certificate. So it's plain and clear right there. It's a different government that they're born um, in, and they have that birth certificate 
not reading a state. They're actually part of that that new government they set up. So, so because, because of uh, because it's a corporation, that's why we have the Federal Reserve, which is a private board. Um, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, the the Federal Reserve now has been rolled into the Treasury because they didn't have a charter and they were a corporation. They never were uh, chartered by the lawful government. And it, you, you just have to you have to come to a grips. And it's like too much to try to explain in one thing. I'm, I'm really throwing out a lot all at once. But it comes down to the fact that our country has been captured Every state has been captured. Every state is a corporation. Every county is a corporation. Um, the parishes are corporations. Even our native lands of our native people have been incorporated. So they've incorporated everybody and everything. And we're doing what we're doing is we're untangling their system from the inside. We're the only group out there that actually has a true process that you verify as you go through it. Um, as an example of that, we've had uh, several people, including myself, that have gone in and bought a firearm with my passport, not using a driver's license, not using uh, my social security number, not having de declared domicile of a state. And it's funny how quick, you know, how like, you know, Jeffrey, how long it takes sometimes for him to do that background. And it may take five, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. You push the button and every time it says approved, <laughs> like instantaneously. And it freaks out the people at the gun shops because they've never seen anybody run a passport um, because we, we, we now hold our Second Amendment rights that can never be taken away from us because we're under the true constitution of the United States. Once we, uh, once we correct our status, we're no longer um, under that corporate uh, United States, which has the 14th Amendment, where they removed our 13th Amendment, we hold the true one now. So they, they have to approve us uh, very quickly when it comes to getting our passport corrected. And there's something on the passport. I've had lots of passports. Uh, I can't think of what it is, but there's, there's, there's a proof showing there. Uh, what is it? Uh, remind me, there's, that's a proof of the two, two categories. Um, well, there's 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 some things out there, some rumors about it. It's not true. We verified it about the stars, how many stars there are, and uh, you know different characteristics on it. Everybody's passport is going to look exactly the same. Um, if you get your booklet passport, which is for traveling overseas, your card is for for here on our soil. Um, they will uh, on the booklet. You'll see your your option is to be a citizen or a national, and our birthright under when we were born is that we were all born as a non-citizen national of the United States of America. And the reason why we're non-citizens is because we've all been born uh, after 1871. So we're non-citizens, and that's under 8 U.S.C. 1408 and 1452 that declares us under the statuses that you can hold as an American. And that one, uh, when, you, when you finally get through our process and correct your status, you are also able to get into what's called the master zero file with the IRS, and you are no longer a taxpayer either. So um, 
we, we offer a lot of different things that you you are regaining your your living life back and not being treated as that corporate person because you're no longer within their their adjudicated powers or the police powers or the taxation powers. I'm looking at my passport here, um, which is still valid because uh, I used to do a lot of traveling, and it says it just says nationality. It doesn't say doesn't have a, a category. Yeah, you won't see it on your passport. It's done in their system. It's on the background. And what we do once we get people to a certain point in their process, we have them uh, verify their passport um, uh, through the passport office through Homeland Security, um, and through the IRS. So you do three verifications, and you'll be able to prove your own status because you'll get a printout that'll show that you're removed from their system uh, as a citizen, which is, which is really, I mean, if there's anything I could get across to your viewers, Jeffrey, is that they've been enslaved and they don't even know it. And if they would only take enough time to go to our website and do a little bit of studying and just read and see the history and you'll actually see for yourself. And uh, we have thousands of people in every state going through our process. We have all the people in the Republic of Texas, the true uh, Republic that we have established. Um, they're all going through our process. Um, I have nothing so the the uh, I know uh, Pete Chambers uh, and I'd love to get the Texian president. I think it's George someone on. Um, so they are going through your process. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, 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 president Billy Ford has been him and I have worked very closely for better than two years, two and a half years now. Um, we are we are going to. One of the things that we have, Jeffrey, uh, is that we have uh, Article 4, Section 3.1 in our Constitution dealing with annexation. And they violated our annexation treaty with the federal government by two ways. We also hold a treaty with Great Britain that is still effective to this day. So we're we're going to get the Republic reestablished. We need everybody to support the Republic of Texas. You can find the link to it on our website under we support. And um, we are about ready to stand Texas back up and, and negotiate on behalf of all the statehoods out there and bring them back to the union again, uh, because they're all removed from the union uh, under statehood. So, yeah, I'd love to be able to get Doc and uh, President Ford on with you as well, because that is our key to save our country. Texas can save itself, but it also can save our country, and it can save the world right now. And we're going to be doing a lot of big things that everybody in this country is going to know about pretty soon. Yeah, I've, t I've had Doc on before. I, I loved it, and I know he's working on that. It's hard to get a hold of. Um, so... Uh, the West Virginia did not secede from Virginia. It created its own state. There are efforts to do that in California and Idaho and other places. Is that a totally separate process from what you're talking about? Because they are still then part of the corporation? Yeah, every one of those groups that are trying to do that, um, 
I, I would love to talk to each and every one of them because we have a way to do it. Um, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to do it on their own. West Virginia is probably one of the only ones that has a chance besides Texas. Um, the reason for that is, as an example, tech, uh, let's just take California. California never was uh, part of the original lawful government under uh, becoming part of the State of the Union. They actually were after the, after the fact of the federal government already operating as the corporation. So you have to go back to like the 13 colonies and the states that entered into the lawful statehood, and those have a chance. That's why West Virginia does. But um, it's a deep dive. I've been literally studying on this for over a year and a half, and we have a whole team that we're working on saving our country through Texas, um, through Robert and Jamie with what they're doing on the RV tour right now, uh, going out and sharing the word of God. Um, they're actually in Pennsylvania right now at the Liberty uh uh, the Liberty Bell, and um, and then the Republic of Texas. We're all like big pieces of the puzzle to save our country. So we're saving one person at a time through America's Assembly of them correcting their status back to their birthright. And then we're working on saving souls with Robert and Jamie out there, preaching the good word and giving the good message that he has risen and we can all be forgiven of our sins, and we have the Republic of Texas. So we're working on three major projects to save our country. And I think they are, aren't those aren't those billboards for freedom? Isn't that them as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, banners for freedom. Banners for and, freedom. And they just got asked to put up uh, banners for uh, billboards for um, Sound of Freedom. So yeah, absolutely. The different groups of resistance at different levels are starting to coalesce and link up and work in yeah. different fields. I think that's really important. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I again, yeah. West Virginia became a state. Uh, it didn't secede from Virginia; it became its own state. And um, Texas is unique because Texas was a republic for about a decade on its own before it joined the union. So that may be a different precedent, a legal precedent from yeah. new California and new Idaho, but mm -hmm. they're not using your protocol. Is that correct? Yeah. So as you were just saying in 1836, uh, they became the Republic of Texas where they were recognized with the treaty from Mexico, Canada. Um, we have about seven treaties, London, and so on. That's a big difference because we have treaties. Uh, we also have a treaty with one of the in Indian nations. We're looking at, at actually creating brand new treaties right now. Um, we, with, with all of the uh, uh, native nations, every single one of them, we're reaching out to them. Uh, we have the title capacity and the power to do so. Um, what, we're, what we're really looking at right now, more than anything, Jeffrey, is we need to educate our country, and we need to let everyone know this is the new Alamo right now. We need to come behind Texas. I don't care what state you're in. It may not seem important if you're in California or Idaho, but it actually is. Just like the original, you know, Alamo, they were coming from other states to defend the Alamo. We're at that point right now that we need we need the 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 state of of uh, Texas 
to educate all those people, uh, you mentioned Robert and Jamie uh, Banners for Freedom. We're going to be putting up hundreds of billboards all over Texas for people to come and join the Republic. And people from other states can join as an honorary Texian. They won't have voting rights, but they can actually support Texas by being an honorary Texian. Um, and that's why people need to go to that website and actually see, you know, what we're doing. Uh, we have a Supreme Court case uh, that happened. It's 95-1002, uh, the Supreme Court of Texas that stated that Texas is uh, a nation that is recognized and they're out of their jurisdiction because they're not the corporation. So we have two governments running in Texas right now. We have a de jure and we have a de facto, a lawful and a legal. Um, so we, it's, it's really like amazing that our founders, you know, Texas is like the actual remedy that we have to save our country and our world, but our founders under the constitution in article four, section 3.1, they actually talked about the annexation. And when they did, they wrote in there in, in, in the actual treaty of annexation in 1845, when they switched over to allow them to be part of statehood. Now that was the lawful statehood. Um, that they could only erect four states out of the territory of Texas. The original meets and bounds of Texas went all the way to the Rio Grande in New Mexico, all the way up to Wyoming and parts of Kansas. And that territory, they were only supposed to give out four statehoods of territory to the other states. They did five. New Mexico um, in uh, 1912. They, they made the fifth one. They violated the treaty. Second, well, actually first, before that, they violated it because they hold no title, capacity, or power to be part, to be party to the annexation because it's, the, it's not even the same government. It's a foreign corporation. It's not the original true government. So only the, the true governments of a treaty can be party to it. So they abandoned the original treaty. So we have every lawful right to be able to reestablish the, um, the Republic of Texas because we already have a treaty that says by the queen um, back in the early 1800s before the annexation took place that said as long as there is a, a Great Britain, then this treaty between us shall stand between the Republic of Texas. And I have that sitting here on my desk, <laughs> the actual certified copy of it. Um, so we, we're, we're doing it. And um, we have not only Doc, but we have a whole military team behind us that are, you know, wise people, generals. We have people that, that are all in the same fight with us to save our country through Texas. What are the other states that uh, came out of the Texas? You said there were four. They made five. They were supposed to make four. What are the yeah. other So New Mexico, um, uh, Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, and Oklahoma. So those states could then follow the remedy um, that that is being used here. Is that correct? Well, 
Well, um, you have to look at the dates of when they were brought into the union, right? They're brought, they were brought into a corporate union. What does the president do once a year? According to the Constitution, he has to have a State of the Union address. They're doing it under the trust again, the bylaws of a corporation constitution that holds a 14th Amendment that was never ratified. So those states cannot use the uh, the remedy that we're working with Texas. However, we can negotiate on their behalf. We can negotiate on behalf of every state in this in this country. Uh, matter of fact, we could even negotiate upon all of our territories that were sold in in the transfer when Lincoln sold us out uh, to Great Britain under uh, the Reconstruction Act that took place in 1871 when we sold out our territories and Washington, D.C. So it, it's not an easy battle. This is something bigger than all of us. It's really something that God has given us the wisdom the knowledge, knowledge has been increasing, and we know how to do it. We just need right now the support of the people of this country. And we already know that more than half the people in this country know something's wrong, but they don't know the true history. They don't know about their enslavement. They don't know about the unlawful conversion of your birth certificate. They just don't, they need to learn the truth, and they need to come behind Texas because we can do it. And we could do it if we all stand up together. So uh, I'm, my uh, folks watching right now, Vasia Grace has a person from a four-letter government program told me all of this and more. I didn't quite understand it. Now I understand fully. Statera says affidavit of repudiation. She also says, or he also says, Paul Preston's New California and birthrightthemovie.com. I'm not familiar with any of those. Um, are those... Valid points. Yes, yes, they are. And uh, the book of, uh, you know, Jekyll Island is a good one where you'll find the truth. Um, e even something as ridiculous as the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Just Google the Wizard of Oz, the meanings of, of uh, the Wizard of Oz, and you can watch people put together like 14, 15 minute videos explaining, you know, how they were telling us what they were doing. Uh, to enslave us all, uh, you know, the, the yellow brick road, you know, Toto, <laughs> the total of all, um, you know, the straw man, that's, that's your all caps name. Um, so yeah, that's, that's some good information that uh, your viewers are sharing with you. What about uh, land patents? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. We we uh, actually I'm working talking with somebody right now that is brilliant. Um, there's there's several processes out there to do it. I'd be a little leery because some of those can get pierced if they're not done correctly. But uh, if you if you bring your land patent back um, to its allodial title, you can remove your property from taxation um, because. All, all titles are held under a title deed, which is sent back to uh, all funds of that, by the way, go to uh, the, the crown, which obviously is the king now. Um, so they actually hold all of our titles and I cannot reveal where they're held because it's sort of some top secret stuff. But we have an inside source that can help people get to their original lodial titles going back to the early 1600s. 
uh, of people founding this country. So, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, another whole evil system is titling and uh, uh, the legal side of how they made you a resident of the land that you purchase. You never own your land, right? You only own the structure on the land. That's why you have to pay taxes to it. Well, when you go back to that uh, allodial title, you can remove that from their system as well. Uh, it's really great for our farmers. It's great for our cattle ranchers, all those people to do that. And it is actually a process that we're going to be working on to actually bring forward for all of our members in America's assembly. Sounds like it'd be good for the uh, tribes as well. Um, uh, they have treaties uh, and they already have uh, nation national right, although they, you know, they tend to be wards of the government all the time. So your, your website is americas-assembly.com. And where is the starting process um, uh, for all of this? On your Thursday night meetings or what? how do people get started to do this? Yeah, so I'll give you a, an overview of it all. Um, you have to know we have three separate websites. Okay. Americas-assembly.com is our public website open to the world. And through that, you can sign up to become a member. Everything we do is free. Uh, there is no charges. All these other groups out there charge for a lot of things. Um, we, we give this freely. We are based around God. It started with God with eight of us that started this whole process. We're now up to thousands of people. Um, when you go on there, it'll you'll see a pop-up window that says join for our Telegram group and join for our Zoom meetings. We have on Tuesday nights more advanced meetings every other Tuesday and every Thursday night we have a beginners group. People are welcome to join both. You'll get an invite to every one of those meetings via email. Um, through that, that has our library. It has all kinds of information that people can study on. Once you've entered through that website, you can go to the upper click link on it that has, uh, you know, our process to be able to join. Under that, we're under a private server, so we can never be taken down. And everybody has to do an NDA because we had people stealing our documents, setting up websites and selling them. So everyone goes under an NDA and then they'll have access to a step-by-step -step process. Under that step-by-step -step process, they start in packet one. We have three packets and they have cure times. So you just complete those. You'll also be entered into our starting process of Telegram where there's hundreds of people on each one of these groups that have already walked the steps before you. We have admins in there that have already done it all. So you have questions as you're going through the process. You can ask questions there or in our Zoom meetings because we have presentations and then we have question and answer time. We also have opening prayer, closing prayer, and we close it out where we keep the meetings open where we have pastors that actually pray for people's needs We've had many people receive Christ as their Lord and Savior through America's Assembly. Um, and then 
as you develop through that, you've completed packet one, you send in your verification, and then you'll end up getting moved to packet two, and you'll get moved into other telegram groups on that process. Um, Jeffrey, there, I, I like to give full disclosure. Uh, the whole process to get out of their system is free. We, I recognized how important it was being that everything operates in trust law. And we've helped so many people with court cases where you have to know how to deal with the courts once you've got out of their system. The courts are what enforce us. That's why it's law enforcement. They're enforcing our slavery. So we do have a whole separate process once you've get, gotten out, how to stay out. We have a trust that's easily a thirty to $50,000 trust, but we give people three of them for $1,500. It's called a web trust, or they can get a single trust. They don't have to do that. I'm sorry to cut you off. I've, <laughs> I, I'm fascinated, but I have to go on uh, to sure. uh, a guest appearance elsewhere. But thank you so much for sure. coming on. I like the fact that there are proofs as you go along through the process uh, and please reach out to um, president of Texas. I'd like to have him on uh, as well. So uh, sorry, I got to wrap up, but um, I got a time constraint today. <laughs> but thank you for having me on, sir. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, so remember uh, freedom is never given and this is a way to uh, take it. So I'm going to wrap up here quick today. Keep, please keep Blanca uh, and her husband, Alan, uh, and their team and family in your prayers. This is Jeff Prather on the Prather Point. Remember, freedom is never given. It is earned, won, fought for, and taken. So take it. And this is a way to take it.